Hello, everybody. It is so good to be back recording an episode to the writer. This is something I've been wanting to do for a while. I know last time I posted an episode, I said it was going to be two weeks, but that dragged on for almost two years. And I'm truly sorry about that. I left you all off on a very important cliffhanger in the story, The Box. Also, I have some bad news about that, but I'll get to that in a second. For now, what I want you to realize is that you are hearing a brand new episode of The Writer. You thought, you probably thought, that it was discontinued, that it was gone, that I would never do it again. But here I am, recording another episode for you all to hear. Unfortunately, I realized, through my mistake of the last time I tried to post episodes, that stories I simply cannot keep up with. I can't write fast enough to post episodes for you guys. And I'm sorry about that. But what I will offer you in return for your patience, for your continued listening experience, is more poetry. I'm going to give you four poems a week. Because I wasn't just sitting idle this whole time. I wasn't just doing nothing for two years. I was writing. And now I am better than ever. And I am happy to announce that I will be sharing all that I have created with you. Not just the little tidbits from here and there. Through the episodes, the brand new episodes I will release in this podcast, you will hear every poem I have ever written. And once I get to the end of those, well, then that'll probably be about time for me to start posting stories. But we'll get to that. For now, I would like to introduce four poems for this week. In honor of Father's Day, I thought that I would start with a poem about my own father. Written in 2019, I wrote this poem as a tribute to my father, I believe it was for that Father's Day in 2019. Next, I'll dive into what was just about to become my greatest poem yet, uh, shortly before I discontinued making episodes about two years ago. And then I will dive into a poem that means nothing and everything to anyone and no one. And you will see through the meaningless and meaning of the words in that poem. And lastly, I'm going to finish off with another poem written about the greatest man I have ever known. Welcome back, everybody. And to start off, here is a poem titled, A Tribute to My Father. When I think of the ideal father, I always think of you. At any given problem, you always know what to do. You've helped your sons immensely, always with a helping hand, and it seems to stretch farther than anybody can understand. You're the dad that children desire, someone who understands. Your love and care never tire. You're your kids' biggest fans. You're such a special man, and an even better father. You're the guy with a plan, even if it's a bother. So I hope to be like you, 
when I grow big and tall, because you truly make me whole, even when I feel small. Next up, we have one of my greatest poems that I have ever written, titled The Soldiers. Messy and scattered, they stood as soldiers, frostbitten winter their commanders, wearing suits of itchy gray and bone-chilling black. They had coasted along the brink of death, hoisting sails and scoping out the shores of spring. Winter gnawed at them like sharks. Spring rescued them in towering ships. Summer slapped leather machine gun straps over their shoulders, and fall told them to patter the ground with every last bullet. Blam, 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 went the red, orange, and brown arsenal, exploding bits of decay in every direction. Casings, bullets, and gritty dust littered the streets. Before long, Winter returned with a hardened look in his otherworldly empty eyes. Biting back tears, he threw himself into the midst of the soldiers, trying to pull their arms behind their backs right into shiny, skin-pulling handcuffs. But each wooden, war-painted warrior shook off Winter like a bad hangover, and they all told him a truth he'd probably lose in the sewers of his mind by next week. We are humble trees. Nothing more, nothing less. All right, so this next poem is called The Big Sherman, which in itself means nothing, because I told the person who named it, I would like you to name this poem. And they said to me, what's it called right now? And I said, To Be Determined. But they misheard me and thought I said The Big Sherman. So, herein lies the name. Anyways, here is the poem, The Big Sherman. It was snowing in the summer, heat waves hitting in the winter. As I shot like a spring into fall, I ended up quite limber. The days appeared to blend together. It could have been June, July, or March. I only knew the scarves and sweaters that decorated my cold and empty heart. My mind got warped and crumbled, just like the green and tawny leaves that sailed along the asphalt like ships that came from trees. Many left me with the chore of finding a new crowd, so as I tried to pull my punches, I threw out my back and hit the ground. And lastly, to round out this episode... In honor of Father's Day just around the corner on this Sunday, I thought I would read you the second poem I have written about the greatest man I have ever known, my own grandfather, Rick. Here it is, the greatest man. As I trek across the sunburnt sands of my dusty brain, I fall to my knees as I shake and wheeze, whispering, I remember him. Shimmering at the top of the dunes, a faded silhouette takes shape, melting the blueness from my soul with a smile forever warm. 
crying with the pain of a hundred arrow-riddled buffalo. Papa nestled me in his arms, rocked me for miles on his ancient red-bricked floors. But his leather lullabies covered in mysterious silky wings and hazy heaven halos dropped me on the edge of a cottony cowboy dreamscape. As my corneas kissed the farthest stars, and I seized the constellations, my mind will trot across my biggest hero, just as the strongest Nova winks from galaxies away. Dog-earing the memory in my mind, I backflipped to other pages, recalling the golden chess of memory with my favorite papaw. Modest and meek with white hair so sleek, here he is, the greatest man I have ever known. And until a cold fire blazons his body, may he never ride alone. A wicked strength rises in Paps, cursing his legs to age the ground. However, this winds is not ordinary, no befalling pitfall. It only urges him to wither away all the devilry he can manage. I may juice the dictionary, filling paper glasses with my words, but my most admired person can sing I love you without ever uttering the phrase. His songs will kiss you on the forehead, telling you something to remember for the rest of your life. Everything will be okay. Alright, and that is a wrap, everybody. Please tune in next week to hear more fresh poetry right here on the rebooted version of The Writer. Also, I would like to add that apparently on Anchor you can leave me a voice message. So, if at any time you feel like you have a recommendation you want me to hear, something different you want me to change, leave me a voice message. I'll listen. You may even be included in the next episode. But whatever it is, I want to hear your feedback. So write me, voice message me, give me whatever. I want to hear it.